good. Hey guys, this is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life coming to you with our twice a month segment, uh, A Year of Positive Thinking, uh, Daily Inspiration, Wisdom, and Courage by Sydney Spiegel. And as always, I have the amazing Leah with me. Leah, you want to say hi? Hello, hello. I'm excited to be here and on this Taurus new moon to just dive into today's book and, and all of the messages and medicine, you know, ready for us and the collective. And Lauren, I know you pulled a card, so I'm curious, you know, the deck and the, and the message. Let's get started. I'm here for it. Yeah. So um, I pulled from the Wild Unknown Archetypes Guidebook by Kim Kearns. I originally had reached for the Divine Feminine, but I couldn't pull anything. And it was because this was the deck that actually was calling to me first. And I did and listen so um what came out right away um is the shaman card so -hmm. the collective pool is the shaman right now three archetype ingredients constitute the shaman all must be present in order to reveal its magic first the shaman is activated by long-standing and diligent study the mentor second its orientation is generously and accurately aimed towards healing of self the other and the culture the healer and third the shaman is um, knack for finding doorways to the other world, allowing psychic vision and old magic to leak into this world, the unseen. In this way, oh, I'm getting shows, good Lord. Mm-hmm. In this way, the shaman is a master who bridges the everyday and sacred, revealing potent power desperately needed in our time. Yet where there is power, there is shadow. So the shaman must be vigilant in studying their darkness. This card reminds us that the forces of healing is ultimately not our own. We must shape it and share it with the world. Um, yeah. Ooh, so hefty on that. Ooh, good Lord. Um, so, so I was telling Leah before we got on, um, is she was talking about how kind of the rebellious Lauren is pouring out <laughs> and um which she, I tend to keep that side of me quiet unless you're very present or it needs to really come out but she's right and with what I'm seeing is so many of us one so many of us who have been through Leah's program the facilitator circle program a lot of us are really leaning into being the shamanistic leader right now and sharing so much depth and darkness and what had came through for me is that people look look at my life um and they're like man it's so perfect it's so beautiful and it is it is perfect for me and it is beautiful for me but there is so much darkness that I go through I grow through that people don't know about and it's not that I don't want people to know it's just I like to come to me I like to come back to center which is nurturing myself but in order for me to be the best leader I'm realizing and leaning into verbally especially on social media is the concept of sharing all the dark parts of myself and or the darkness that I'm growing through I wouldn't see the dark parts of myself I've worked through a lot of my own personal things but I'm still growing through a lot of dark moments with three losses in under a year, uh, losing, I thought, a big client, losing uh, and separating from my business partner. It's all massive terror t- um, tower moments that I'm having right as my birthday started. And, um, and, and but it's all meant to lead me to be the best leader I can be in this next version of me. And that even kind of comes back to this shaman card. Like I'm going to be renaming this podcast from the mindful business life to the untethered life with low or something untethered with low. Um, because I'm 
that is who I'm supposed to teach you all to be. Untethered to the current experiences that are unhealthy and to learn and work through and to grow through them and then present them to the world so others can feel into that, feel heard, seen, and valued. And so I know um, I'm growing into my space, um, but the whole the whole world is doing that, right? A lot of us are starting to really step up and step in to being seen fully in our light, in our dark, and letting others feel seen, heard, and valued through that shamanistic phase that we're all growing through right now. So that was the pull. Mm, yes. Thank you for sharing that and just being so honest. Um, and I, I think that that is, is such a deep medicine that our, our world needs. I just shared a post about this, you know, recently. So definitely I, it's resonating as a collective message that, you know, we need to have more conversations around anger and grief and frustration and stress and some of the heavier experiences of being human. And that's why I think I'm so passionate about the space of circle, um, be it sister circle, brotherhood circle, community circle, children's circle, you know, um, spaces where all of you is welcome, where you can come and have this space, this safe space to express some of these things that otherwise we kind of hide from the world, right? And even in you know, some of the spiritual and wellness world, there's this like love and light, toxic positivity as well, which I'm all for the love and light. Like I'm for the light, right? Uh, but at the same time, those darker moments, that that heaviness, it's such a teacher. It's such a beautiful teacher. And it's a a massive piece of our experience, you know, uh, working a lot, you know, with women and the sacred feminine, like the sacred feminine energy invites us to descend instead of trying to elevate away. It invites us to descend into like the grit of the human experience and, and see what wisdom is there for us to glean from it. Um, and I love that this message is coming through. Uh, we just went through some, massive cosmic stuff that rocked me. I know it rocked you, rocked so many of us. It's this, this conversation I keep having where it's like, what in the world? Like there was me before this like two month period. And then after it's a complete transformation. It's been so heavy. It's unearthed so many different things that really needed to be looked at. A lot of clarity has come from the heaviness, you know? So if you're listening and you feel like your world has been rocked lately, um, let me offer that we're here actually in this Taurus new moon and that the beautiful energy of Taurus is that it is going to be this moment to pause. We've been through some intensity and this new moon is like this burst of new energy to allow some rebalancing, to allow some reconnection um, with ease and kind of rest. And like Taurus has a very grounding vibration. So we're going to feel more grounded in our experience when it's felt very chaotic, I think recently. Um, and I'm here for it. Like I'm here for some of the, the Taurus vibes, you know, um, I think that what's cool about the Taurus energy. Um, I found this when, when looking at some things today, uh, one of my favorite astrologers, Lindsay DePerry Franz said that the, the Taurus vibes represent an opportunity to access a new level of strength, self-reliance, self-love, and self-worth. And that came up when you were talking about the shaman card, like being able to self-source, which actually leads into the book that we'll share in a second. It's all kind of coming from this place of going inward, knowing all that you are, the light and the dark, and being able to meet yourself in all of those places. And then 
having that support team and circle or community or whatever it is for you, yoga meditation to also support you navigating, you know, this experience and being lived divinity, being human and divine, right? Light and the dark, beauty and the mess. Um, Is there anything you want to share on that before we kind of move into the book? Yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, we had two eclipses full in with full moon magic. And so like that whole was like a freaking tornado. It was <laughs> here. The first one opened the door, right? The, the full moon and that opened the door and created this tornado effect in a lot of our lives. And it was because so many of us needed a swift kick that we would not take on our own. And we sat there and knew that things were no longer serving us. We sat there and knew that we were missing opportunities to invest in ourselves, to bring us to the level that we're meant to be on. Um, It was a time for chaos, but it was the most beautiful chaos that you could ask for because it's going to, like she said, with this Taurus full moon, is going to get you to that space of leveling to that person you're meant to be with nothing being held back. I mean, I'm completely rebranding because I'm realizing like, I'm not who, who I've been. I'm not mm-hmm. who I was. And I also need to kick my own ass and get into gear and show myself to the world, give my offerings full and wholeheartedly again, and just be present both in the, in the uh, spiritual space and the business space, but teaching, I think the business space about love and compassion and being real and being present um, and having a little bit of spirit in corporate America. And so I, um, I just want to encourage you all that use this time wisely. Uh, you don't want another kick in the ass. Like we just, I know I don't, I don't, you, I'm always like, you got to tell me once or twice, but no, I, I got had to be told too many times. And now I'm like, please don't ever do that. Please don't, please listen. Like, please just listen this time. Okay. Because I don't want to go through that again. I'm tired. I'm, I'm actually feeling it in my knees right now. I'm tired and I want to maximize on the potential that was is deep within me. And like you said, Leah, so wholeheartedly, when I look at my life and I tell people of the things that I've grown through from a young kid to now, you know, it's that darkness. I truly love the darkness. I love all the things that have happened in my life that have hurt me, that have molded me, that have made me be super deep in thought and reflective in nature. I couldn't ask for a better life, even though the life has been hard. And it's always of value when you're growing through all those things. And so just remember to nurture yourself, but to really love the space that you're in, no matter how uncomfortable, because it is imperative to personal and spiritual growth. So and that's the shaman energy right there, right? The not being scared of the unseen, of the mystery, of the darkness, understanding that you have this capacity to hold it all, right? And being with yourself in that loving way as you're moving through it all. Um, instead of trying to escape it through a number of ways, how can you can you lean in? Um, and how over time can you, we talk about this often, build a tool belt. So you then have resources and you know, like, okay, is now the time to lean into my self-care or is now the time to seek help and speak to a professional? Like if things are really heavy, is it a community time? Is it a getting out in in nature? Um, but first and foremost, being in that deep relationship with yourself, um, So, and then, you know, sourcing outwardly, but always being self-sourced. And so I'd love to share now kind of what the the quote is for today from this book. It says, incomplete self-compassion 
If your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. And it's a quote from Jack Kornfield from Buddha's Little Instruction Book. So if your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. And, you know, this is very divinely timed. I'm, I'm running a program with my friend, Kitty Wells, called Temple Sisters. And, and the overarching umbrella of this program that we're doing is about, you know, women and our relationship with self-compassion. You know, um, so often, and God, especially if you're a business owner as well, you know, um, we pour outwardly so much, so much energy, so much time, so much attention, so much love. And we often forget about ourselves, right? And compassion is is something that we do that with as well, right? So are you offering yourself the same love and grace and compassion that you offer others? Are you being a true friend to yourself? Can you hold yourself in the darkness? Can you honor and see your beauty and worth even when you know, maybe you've missed the mark on some things. Um, if you are having a hard time, right? Like that's where I think the real compassion shows up is being able to look yourself in the eye and be like, I know this is hard, or I know that maybe you're not where you want to be in this moment, but you're still worthy and you're still beautiful and you're still magical. And like, I see you, right. But like saying it to yourself. And I think with women, we have this wounding of like shame and guilt and it's, we almost feel selfish, right? So one, if we're going to pour into ourselves, we feel selfish. And then, then the times where we miss the mark in something or we quote unquote mess up, right? Like I don't ever really think we mess up, but you know, if we miss the mark and, and kind of what our expectation was for ourselves, not only do we then have the emotion of whatever we're going through, then we wound ourselves more from the guilt and the shame, right? And like, and giving ourselves a hard time. So it's like, it's more harm. And how can we instead be with whatever the wound is, be with whatever the pain is, be with whatever the heaviness is, and really offer compassion? You know, one of the tools that we share about in Temple Sisters is like like touch, like loving touch. I mean, we have these two hands, we have these two arms. I think this came up in the last podcast. I think we hugged ourselves in a recent podcast. And I think that that's, that's medicine is how can we hold ourselves the same way we would hold like a crying child that fell and hurt their knee? You know, can we offer ourselves that compassion? Can we say like, okay, ow, like this is really hurting in my life and I see it and I'm going to hold myself in it. And then when I feel a little more warm and cozy, that's when I'm going to go outward and tap into that toolbox and do things to help transmute some of it, you know? Um, but man, self-compassion, that, that's, that's a big one. And I love that it's coming up with this Taurus new moon because it is this opportunity um, and this new burst of energy to pour into yourself. It's a nourishing energy. It's that grounding energy. Um, and so I think it's just, of course, beautifully synchronistic that the shaman card and the Taurus new moon energy and this, you know, quote about self-compassion can weave together so nicely today. Um, I definitely agree. You know, we're, there's no such thing as like perfect, right? I find perfection in progress more than anything. And, and so I think you were saying it, right? We have this expectation and we don't, we don't meet it, whether we don't meet it or someone else doesn't meet it. We create this space. So we are constantly creating the reality of lack. We're constantly creating the reality of disappointment. And so one, take, take ownership of our ability 
to have an expectation and then to have it not met and then find respect and compassion for yourself for needing to unlearn having such heavy expectation or having the expectation not hitting the mark. I know for me, like I, I get really analytical and I can see multiple points of perspectives of like what, so if I'm working on something, I can see like three or four outcomes that come with that, with that work. Right. And what happens there is I actually have multiple streams of expectations. And so when I don't hit one mark, it's like, oh, she's on her her level three. Oh, she didn't hit her level three. She hit her level two. And so I've almost created this level, uh, these levels of expectation with me that I'm always hitting something. I'm always hitting a mark. It just may not be all in. Might not be a hundred. Okay, I hit it twenty five percent today. That's good enough. And so I want you to start creating this space. I'm not. Please don't be in the over analytical thinker like me. I wouldn't. I would not encourage that. The ADHD, the whole um, engineering background, mind. That's that's that right there. But in respect to yourself, you know, maybe create a level levels of expectation. Okay, at twenty five percent, fifty percent, hundred percent. And then find gratitude for hitting that percent. And then know tomorrow or the next week, you have more time and energy to invest to hit 50 to 100%. And so I know it with like my coaching clients, even, you know, they're, I'm like, they'll, they'll be like, I didn't get this done. And I'm like, but what did, what did you get done? Can you be grateful for what you got done? And then, okay, it's a small bite, but it's still a bite. And we talk about that a lot in a lot of different things where the little bites end up being the whole sandwich is gone by the end of it. So it's like, just chew off a little bit. But in that chew, take your time, eat slow, find gratitude and being present with the work that you're doing. Because there's no point. I, I don't know if I said this to someone the other day or I watched it. There is no point in beating yourself up. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no fucking point. The only thing you can do is learn from the mistake, learn from where you're not meeting yourself and your expectations or where you're expecting expectations from others and them not meeting it. And then from there, learn and then apply whatever lesson, um, integrate it, embody it, whatever you need to, to be better for yourself and for whomever you're setting these expectations for. And so, um, yeah, just kind of like circling back to that, right? Take accountability and then create a space of safety and security. My one client said, um, I'm struggling to sit down and get work done. And I said, are you creating a safe of security? Are you creating a safe space for work? Are you getting grounded before you get in and be all heady? And so like create safe spaces for yourself, within yourself, within your mind, within your business, within everything that you're doing to know that it's okay to not hit 100, but to hit 25, 50, 75 is, is perfect. It is absolutely perfect. And you're perfect in all that you're trying to do. So, And it's a beautiful time to really uh, take a look at, you know, those safety and security structures that you have in place, you know, with your business or your personal life, because you have this, we have this Taurus new moon energy. That's a very grounding energy supporting that. Right. So you're already going to feel more grounded. So if you are someone who's kind of like in that heady space a lot right now, today, tomorrow, the next three days is a really beautiful time 
get with your journal, like really ground into your body and, and look at the different spaces in your life. Like, where am I feeling safe? Where do I feel safe to explore, you know, and, and, and where is it not that? And be honest with yourself, you know, um, it's interesting because I had a client this week as well. And I love your, your metaphor with the sandwich. I might use that at some point. I'll give you credit, of course, but I love that, like taking the slow bites. But, you know, I share um, something that I learned from uh, coach Manny Podlesny uh, years back is, is that 1% better daily, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can focus on just 1% of something um, towards whatever goal you have or what, whatever you're trying to shift in your life, 1%. Because it will compound, right? And then, like, what what happens after a hundred days if you're doing one percent a day? I mean, that's massive transformation. Um, and I think it's important to celebrate along the way, as you mentioned. You know, we've spoken about this on the podcast. Like, women, we don't celebrate ourselves enough. We mark off a task and we move on to the next because we're holding so many damn things, you know. Mm-hmm. And also with that, I think it comes up you know, that we should remember we are multifaceted beings. So even if like, let's say in your work life, you feel like maybe you you missed the mark on something, look at the entirety of who you are. And that's only a tiny piece. And there's so much else. And what else can you celebrate? Maybe it's not a day where you got your to-do list done in the way you wanted, but maybe you were able to really spend time with your kids or you got something done in the house or you really appreciated the freaking stars that night. Like what this human experience has so much available to us if we can just open and widen our lens, you know, and kind of exist from that place. And, you know, with back to the self-compassion, being able to, at the end of the day, like love on our, love on yourself and, and have that moment, hand to your heart, like, wow, I'm so grateful for this. Like, I love myself for this and really connecting to yourself in the morning and at night um, from that place of compassion. And how would your days feel different if you checked in with yourself every morning before you started the day and every night, just kind of with that, like, oh, like, yes, like, here we are again, another day. Like, look what we did. Oh, here we are again, another opportunity. Let's go, you know? And like, I love you. Like, I'm saying this to myself, you know, as I hold my own heart, I'm like, I need more of this. I think we all do. You know, I think the world in its entirety needs more compassion for others, but it has to come from the self self source place of self compassion first, oh, yeah. right? And offer compassion to others, but there's still going to be this like missing piece or missing missing depth to the compassion we're giving outwardly if we haven't first met ourselves in it. You know, absolutely, absolutely. And like you said, you know, we're multifaceted beings. You know, many of us are not just working right? Most of us have side hustles, kids, boyfriends, husbands, wives, uh, girlfriends. Um, We have extracurricular activities, not just for ourselves, but for our kids. We have uh, family members that need, you know, we are putting, pouring ourselves into multiple spaces all the time. You know, you're not ever giving anything 100%. You are constantly at a 25, 30, 85, depending on where you are that day. Your your percentage is very different in where you are in the space you're holding. And so when you look at that, that hopefully gives you more of a concept of compassion because if you could 100% put yourself to one thing, you will 100% get that done. Mm-hmm. But you're asked to do a thousand things and put little portions of energy into each. And in that and I pretty much told that someone, they said, how do you have your hands in all these pots? And, you know, they, uh, what's that master of none or 
what how's that saying going? Oh uh, yeah, I know what you're talking. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I live my life. I, I have my hand in a lot of pots. And they were like, How do you do all that? I said, I'm constantly working on, on everything little by little. Mm. Everything is gradually growing. And some may be higher than the others in growth than others that I want and blah, 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 whatever. But I know conceptual wise that I am constantly pouring little by little into all my spaces and little by little, everything is tacking itself off. And so we as people really have to remember that we're never giving a hundred to anything. Even when you're sitting with your kid, I guarantee you your thought is somewhere else sometimes, right? So even then you're 50-50 in your space, Right. Some some parents are really good about being really focused in on their kid when they're talking. My kid used to talk a lot. So I know sometimes I'd be like, yeah, I'm out of here, you know, and that's just it. Sometimes he's like, watch me do this skip. That's not important. But all right, go ahead. You know, so we are constantly never 100 percent invested in one thing. We're always percentagely invested in multiple things. And so just really give yourself some credit, give yourself some slack. Like they, I've given you a lot of different metaphors, a lot of different visuals to kind of realize that like we are never a full cup. Our cup is constantly pouring into a lot of different spaces and it's good to invest and grow and gradually grow in all those spaces, but also to give yourself the compassion and grace and then like you said, Leah, and we've said it before, just when you do that personal work, you really wholeheartedly learn to have that compassion and grace for others. And by the grace of God, who are you to judge anybody else? And by the grace of God, don't even judge yourself. Just work harder, work smarter, and do your best to be happy with where you are, you know, present and engage in the current things that you have growing for you. So, Yeah. I think one more thing I'm feeling called to share since you just said that is I read this quote and I wish I could find it because it's actually probably worth reading out loud. Um, yep. I found it. Um, so the Instagram handle, I actually don't even know the author, but it's I C I E T N U. So I C T N U. I don't know, but I've had this like massive realization because I think so many of us are like, Oh, like, you know, what's my purpose? What am I supposed to do? Like, da, da, da. like, you know, and we, and we get caught up in like, I'm not holding all the things or like you, you feel like maybe because there's so much you're, you know, you're failing at some of it, but I've had this is like, it seems so simple, but it's like, you can hear something over and over and then you can hear it and like feel it in your body. And then it's embodied. Right. And I've had this moment of realizing that like our purpose is to live like, the meaning of life is to live. And I, and I came across this thing that's just so beautiful that I feel called to share. And it says the meaning of life. I don't think life needs to be as serious as we make it out to seem that it is. Life is not asking much from us. It just wants us to experience, to love unconditionally, to explore intentionally, to create passionately. It wants us to find meaning in the little things and obtain lessons through the big things. It is asking us to smile, to grieve, to laugh, to cry, to scream. It is asking us to give space for every breathable human emotion, feeling, and expression we were made to endure. Life is not asking you to make tons of money or build a big house or find your purpose. It is not urging you to quit your job or get married or plan for retirement. It is not forcing you to figure yourself out by a specific timestamp. That's what society is saying. Life is just asking you to be here with it every day, choosing to be in the present and making the most of each second through an incredibly curious and open spirit. 
leveraging all that your body, heart, and soul are capable of experiencing and pushing its boundaries to feel even more. Trusting what your heart wants and running with it. Spreading kindness and love unconditionally. That's all life is really asking from us. Everything else is what the world has made you believe is what life is supposed to be. Mm. Oh, and I just love that, right? Self-compassion, yeah. compassion to others and like be with life, right? Let's take some pressure off of ourselves. And I think what I'm realizing that's kind of blowing my mind because I love to work and I'm very passionate about it. You know, Capricorn manifesting generator, all of like my human design traits and astrology, like it all supports someone that like is throwing themselves into work. But through finding that love and joy in the smaller moments and in those 1% shifts, I'm having like things just drop into my plate that I didn't expect things that, you know, I never would have dreamed of just kind of happening. And like, there's this ease, right? And so with the Taurus new moon bringing this ease, can you open yourself up to that message message that like life just wants us to be with it, you know, and, and then trusting that from that, everything's going to kind of work out, right? Because we're releasing the expectations. And so then we can be in the beauty of it. And it's not, it's not to say that, you know, you're not still gonna have to take action and and be in your masculine and and get some things done. But I think a little bit of that flow and mystery of the feminine, it's like having them in harmony Mm -hmm. is how we can have this more, um, fulfilled life for this place of wholeness, you know? Absolutely. Uh, one thing I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm starting to unsubscribe to is I, I don't believe in working and, um, I don't believe in working, right. I don't believe in the pre-programmed structure of the world that we created that supplements our workload and that supplements the life we have to live for work. You know, I enjoy supporting others. I enjoy creating. Um, so I don't call it, I don't want to call it work anymore. Yes. Those things aren't work for me. They're, they're things I'm good at. They're things I'm passionate about doing. Um, there are things I have an eye for. Um, and so I'm really subscribing, unsubscribing to the idea of I like to work because I, I don't like to work. I don't like to work in this third dimensional space that has created this shit ass matrix job system that we live in. Um, so just throwing that out there for y'all. Don't subscribe to the work. Subscribe to the things that you're passionate about. Be subscriptive to those things because that's 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 not really work you know you do things that you're wholeheartedly passionate about and for you you don't feel like it's work because it is something you truly love and embody every single day and so I just want us to all start leaning away from what we've built as a society when it comes to using that language because I don't like to work no, I love that. I love that so much. And I'm going to, I'm going to take that one home with me for sure. One thing that I do right now is instead of writing the words to do, like on my to-do list, I write get to do. And I don't remember where in my life I found that, but it actually is a beautiful shift when you're looking at something and it's this list of tasks, but it says get to do. And then it like instantly puts you in this different energy versus like, oh, my like to-do list. I'm like, oh, it's like my get to do. Like I have this opportunity here today to knock these, these things out, to progress myself in whatever way. And to show up in ways that feel good and, and you know, healthy for me. And I, I love that. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to take that home with me with the working thing. And this is how we shift the planet. It's, it's these 1% shifts. It's, you know, one conversation. It's something that sparked within this podcast that maybe ignites something in someone. And then the ripple effect of that, right? Cause it can seem massive. Like how do we shift away from this matrix, you know, structure? 
um, little by little, 1%, those like small bites of the sandwich, like you said, I love it. And from places of self-compassion, right? Being compassionate with ourselves and knowing that we deserve better. And that our life, our birth right here is to, is to be with life and to be in this place of joy and abundance and love, you know? I'm here to reclaim that, my friend. Yes. Thank you, sister. <laughs> Me too. And so uh, I know I'm super grateful to have you here today. I I I feel I feel better just from the conversation. And um I love what has poured out of both of us. You know, it's it's so nice. Like these moments when you get to sit with somebody and and I think it might be important for more people to start podcasting when you're having conversations because just the the rawness and the truthfulness and you know the energy of God that just pours out of you and the perspectives that realign you and shift you, like you said, like it's just important. So one, I want to encourage more people to start podcasting um and to share their voices and their and their visions and what they you know hear from god um and pour out from their higher selves and um to remember that um you know if somebody if you feel that way or you think a certain way you're not the only person in the world who thinks or feels that way and so we need people to share themselves more so we can create that compassionate space because then people start understanding they're not alone they are seen they are heard they are felt they are valued they are loved um near and far and so that was a little encouragement. Get your voices out there. There's the, everybody's voice matters. That's a big thing with my campaign is, you know, I, everybody matters. The crackhead on the street to the CEO of the company. You know I mean, everybody, everybody matters in this world. And if you sit and listen to each one of them, you'll learn something beautiful and something new. And so Leah, would you like to go ahead and um, talk about anything you got going on on the Grand Strand coming up? Yeah, so if you're in the Myrtle Beach area of South Carolina, coming up on Monday, the 22nd, out on the beach, it's our monthly sister circle. So every month I hold these women's circles out on the beach. Um, they're just so beautiful and nourishing and connecting. And then a, a really cool event that's coming up on Thursday, the 25th, um, there's this new space here called Black Drum. It's absolutely stunning. Mm. I just shared a story about it on my Instagram, but it's oceanfront and in their upstairs event space, uh, I am teaming up with Caroline Brock of the Centered Soul and Aaron Brock of the Centered Soul and Chelsea Novosel of Sea Yoga. And we're doing an event called Breathwork and Bliss. And it's going to be holotropic breathwork, meditation, some gentle yoga and some circle. And so I'm really excited about that. And then, you know, uh, as always just wanting to spread the word about our rewild women's retreat. I'm getting so excited. Um, uh, river Island adventure just shared something on Instagram where they did a video of a piece of like their tree house and we booked the tree house for the event, but we still have, you know, tent spots open. Um, might even have a glamping spot come open here soon. So, you know, go check out the link. Uh, I don't know if Lauren can put it in the show notes, but uh, we're really excited. Late September, uh, sister retreat. Um, and uh, we're here to kind of uh, slow down, right? Get out of the matrix a little bit, reconnect with nature. Remember that we are nature and offer modalities for you to tap into self-compassion like we talked about today and then community as well. So, yeah. What about you? What you got going? Um, I, on the business side, have a coffee coming up. Of course, we're on the full moon. We'll have a full moon healing circle. Um, I've got another retreat in the works, uh, alongside, uh, Celeste who comes to our retreat. So we're working on something as well here in Charlotte. Um, so, you know, just, and nurturing some projects I have, you and I have this project. I mean, it's mainly mine, but I, I brought you in to do some, um, journaling props and stuff like that. My movement, music, mantra movement, um, whole M4, um, is going to get rolling soon. I'm going to get things set so that way I can get my first, um, 
um, I don't know, like passive income kind of thing going. So I'm really excited to offer this deep um, dive into the mind, the body, spirit, and deep healing and deep nurturing of the chakras and the body and the mind. So um, just a lot of things in work. And like I said, I'm rebranding into the untethered coach. Um, I want to help all of us break out of this matrix and create a new earth that doesn't align with what we've been taught and told. I'm not, I've never been here for the pre-program shit it's just never been me and um I live that's why we get along (laughs) me neither (laughs) yeah I don't I don't I don't subscribe to a lot of what this world has put on in place on us and I know that's why I'm here and I know that's why God made me such a hard ass strong woman is because I don't subscribe to everything that that man tries to bestow upon us and so I'm looking forward to personal development obviously you can hear it in my voice I've probably changed a little bit in my language and um, I'm excited to see, you know, whatever keeps popping up, but you can follow Leah. Do you want to tell them your handles, the best places to follow you? Yeah. If you're interested in the women's circles and retreats, it's her sacred circle on Instagram and Facebook. And my personal Instagram is Leah in light. And I am Callaway for president. That will never change um, until I'm retired from being president. So you guys got a little bit of a ways to go before you get anything different. You can find me on Instagram, Callaway, the number four president, C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y, Lauren Callaway on Facebook. Um, And yeah, just keep checking out the podcast. I'm revamping it. I'm coming up. I'm getting ready to start my other two podcast segments. So the um, Path to Presidency is going to come back very soon. And the Art of Zen is going to start popping off. So I will not be doing the the mindful business life. It will be untethered with low, but then um, we'll go back to just having like three or four days of podcasting with that. And then we'll um, streamline into the other two as well. And so obviously working on a lot. So grateful to have so many people support me. Leah, thank you for being here as always. If you're a woman in business and you're looking for more soul-led support, please reach out to Leah or I. We have a woman in business community where we do soul-led business conversations. And I know I'm getting ready to recommit to some things with that group as well as we keep growing and expanding into that space. And so I'm wishing you the best blessed day. Leah, again, thank you so much for your time, your energy, and always your love. Thank you, my friend. Such a pleasure.